Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1659. Want to change something? Start now before you're ready by Jeff Goins of goinswriter.com. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, OLD for short, where I narrate the best blogs I can get permission from covering productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more. Today's article comes from a brand new author for the show. Well, not totally brand new because I'm narrating him as a guest author from websites regularly featured here, so the name might sound familiar. It's Jeff Goins. I'll tell you more about him right after the reading, so for now, let's get right to our first post from him and start optimizing your life. Want to change something? Start now before you're ready by Jeff Goins of goinswriter.com. When starting something, anything, most of us think we need more than we have, more information, more permission, more resources. But that's not true. We have everything we need to begin. Recently, I was in Florida and Chicago for a series of speaking and consulting gigs. Thanks for everyone who came out. And on these trips, I ran into a number of extraordinary individuals whose names you probably wouldn't know, but who are nonetheless changing their corners of the world for the better. I'm constantly amazed by the caliber of people I encounter while traveling, like the college administrator trying to elevate the arts and the public consciousness of his city of 100,000 people, or the young woman who is revitalizing small businesses in her economically depressed town, or the myriad of artists, entrepreneurs, and creatives who are using their gifts on the internet to make the world a better and more interesting space. Do you wanna know what all these people had in common? It wasn't an Ivy League degree or a certain IQ level. It wasn't an abundance of wealth or skill. In fact, none of them had all their stuff together. They each had their idiosyncrasies and peccadilloes, their own quirks and hangups. They struggled with something. In a word, they were human. But they all had something else in common. At some point, they all decided to start in spite of feeling like they didn't have enough. Starting is the easiest thing in the world. Anyone can do it. And yet, most of us don't. We wait for someone else to go first. We wait for the ever-evasive clarity or confirmation of what we should do next. We hold out hope for more money, more time, more people, and we miss our chance. The world is changed not by those who have it figured out, but by those willing to begin. I've learned this in my own journey as a writer and entrepreneur. Anytime I've started something, a business, a blog, a book, I've never felt like I had enough. The challenge always exceeded the resources available. And yet, each time I stepped out, I always had enough. Today, I wanna share three key lessons I've learned from this process of starting things over the years 
many of which failed and some that succeeded. To start anything, you have to begin where you are, with what you have, trusting that it's enough. Clarity comes with action. You don't need more information. You don't need to just know to make the right choice. Waiting for clarity before you act is what timid and foolish people do. That's the perfect formula to be a laggard, someone behind the curve of evolution. You don't wait for clarity before taking action. You act your way into clarity. This is harder than it sounds, though. The challenging choices facing all of us require a great deal of risk on either side. For example, do I quit my job or not? Do we make the big move across the country or stay put for another year? Do you risk it all going after what you want or is that selfish? How do we know what the next step is? The wisest people I've met have all said the same thing. You don't know. You may have an intuition, a sense, maybe even a gut feeling of the next step, but nobody has all of life spelled out for them. We're all taking chances and moving in the direction of where we feel led, if we're lucky. For some of us, life feels more like a shoot than perfectly orchestrated. No matter what, there is not absolute clarity for any of us. All our journeys are filled with uncertainty. As soon as you get moving, you start to see what's ahead. The path becomes clear as you start walking down it. And with each brave foot forward, you grow in courage and competence. The struggle is always strongest before that first step. If you find yourself wondering what you're even doing, unsure of what's next, take heart. You are in good company. As I wrote in a popular post on Medium, quote, when your calling seems vague and unclear, you're on the right track, end quote. We all wanna be told, quote, this is the way to go. Walk in it and all will be fine, end quote. But life doesn't work that way. If you're feeling directionless, this means you are in the midst of an incredible story called your life. Get ready, something exciting is about to happen. We follow those who go first. You don't need to wait for permission. If you see a need, meet it. If you know the answer, raise your hand. It doesn't matter if people look at you funny or if you end up standing out there all alone with the world watching you. The truth is that we are waiting for you. This is all leadership is, the willingness to take the first step. You don't need to be the best or the smartest or even the most unique. You just need to go first, like a random guy on a park bench who started belting out Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer and got an entire park to sing along. All he did was start singing. Maybe you and I can do the same. Leadership is the art of going first. In fact, in branding, often the company that is the first to market ends up owning the category. For example, you don't say, pass the facial tissue. You say, pass the Kleenex. Being first means stepping up and standing out before anyone else was willing to. This kind of move can greatly expose you, leaving you vulnerable, but it also means that others are watching you and paying attention to your every move. When we step out like this, we never just know what to do, but as clarity comes with each step we take, we begin taking more decisive action. The path becomes clear and pretty, and we see others following in our footsteps. Focus beats attention. You don't need a lot of people paying attention to you. To start anything, you often need a lot less than you think, provided you know what you want. In our work, we don't need the whole world to listen to our message. We just need a tribe of true fans on whom we can focus and who in turn will respond to our message. In a recent interview with Brian Clark on his podcast, Seven Figure Small, I shared how my belief that I needed millions of fans to make an impact was wrong. It turns out I only needed 100. When we get clear on what we really want, we realize we don't need much to get there. This is the gift of intention and focus. 
This is why I decided to experiment with what I call the 100-person rule, where I've committed to personally working with no more than 100 people this year in hopes of going deeper with a smaller group of people, helping them achieve true and lasting transformation in their creative work. So far, it's going great. I'm loving the focus and what the constraints are allowing me to do. It's not a huge audience that helps your work spread. It's your intention and willingness to focus on the people for which the work was intended, trusting that as they get it, more people will too. You don't need to build an empire. You just need to find a few friends who care. You just listened to the post titled, Wanna Change Something? Start Now Before You're Ready by Jeff Goins of goinswriter.com. And thank you to Jeff. Just recently got permission to narrate his work. Can't believe it took me so long to reach out because Jeff's been featured at least a couple of times across our shows, but from different blogs that we already had permission from. So it only made sense to get permission to narrate from his own website. He's a best-selling author of five books, including the national bestsellers, The Art of Work, and Real Artists Don't Starve. You can check out his newsletter on tips for helping your creative work succeed. Come by goingswriter.com to learn more. That's G-O-I-N-S, writer.com. There are lots of resources for you there, and it always means a lot when you show our authors your support. But that'll do it for today. Have a great day, great start to your weekend if you're listening in real time, and I'll see you over the weekend where your optimal life awaits.